I want to um, talk about pilgrimage places or pilgrimage spots. Um, so I'm going to entitle this Tim Talk, Pilgrimage. Now, traditionally, when we think of pilgrimage, and I, and I agree with this, it's often associated sometimes with religions, sometimes not. But it's when we human beings go to a place, and, you know, being a Tim Talk in nature is what I'm talking about. It doesn't have to be nature, but in general, I, I believe that this is about, it's about nature here today in this talk. We go to a place and we feel a sacredness around that place. Um, it's more than just the fact that it's beautiful. It, we feel it into our very heart, our bones, that it's sacred. And it's the kind of a place that calls us when we're not there. We think about it. We dream about it. We want to go back. We want to go deeper. We want to know more. You know what I mean? You're probably thinking of a place now. Maybe there's more. Maybe, maybe there's a number of them. Well, when I was 12 years old, um, my teacher in school told me about this lake called Roosevelt Lake in the high Sierras in Yosemite National Park. And he said that it was incredible fishing. The trout literally told me a story where the trout would come up onto the bank eating ants out of the water. And I loved the fish at that time, right? And it was in the high mountains. Roosevelt Lake, if you can vision this, sits at 10,000 feet. It's a huge lake. And by the way, it's named after my favorite president, Teddy Roosevelt. And there's a mountain called Mount Caness that's over 13,000 feet that comes right out of the back of it and shoots up into the sky. And it's above tree line. So it's rock country, rock world. And I'm, a, I'm an Irish guy. We love rocks. And man, are there a lot of rocks. So I listened to my, my teacher. And I went to this place with my father and a good friend in school. And we backpacked. It was about a 12-mile backpack uphill, cross country, most of it, no trail. We get to this place, and I knew immediately. I felt it. It called to me. It pulled me in, and I was hooked. It was not only stunningly beautiful, but the details of it were stunningly beautiful. Everywhere my eyes went was stunningly beautiful. From a rock on the ground to a frog or a toad on the ground, to the banks of the lake, to the deep lake, to the reflection of the mountain in the lake. But one of the things when I got up there that just grabbed me and changed my life forever, was I discovered Alpenglow. When the last light would be setting over the Pacific Ocean, it would shine up and the top of the granite rocks in the mountain, Mount Kudus, would glow a pinkish red. And it really looked like some god was like shining a pinkish red light from the inside and lighting the entire mountain up. And that color spoke to my very soul. I mean, it was profound for me. And I let it in. I let it in and it lived within me from that time on. Well, I had a wonderful trip. I fished. I caught a lot of fish. I climbed the mountain. I, I explored all over the place. Um, met a family of marmots. Spent a lot of time with them. Um, and I knew I was going to come back. And that was when I was 12. And now, um, 
66 years old. I haven't been there in a few years now. It's harder to get up there now at my age. But I've been back at least 20 times in my life. Sometimes alone, sometimes friends, family, etc. Each time was a sacred experience. Roosevelt Lake became my pilgrimage spot, my place. And it's, you know, it doesn't matter that it was part of Yosemite um, or anything else, and the US government owns it. It was my lake, it was my place. And to this day, I'm sure that the man I've become was shaped in a big way by my time at that place, Roosevelt Lake. And so think about it. There's ones like that that are big. And I just wanted, to, one of the last times I went there, um, in recent times, um, we would usually get up in the morning to leave about 5 a.m. first light because it was a good long hike out. So imagine this for a minute. And, and this will all come together for you. We're having a hard time the night before sitting by a campfire thinking about leaving. We didn't want to leave, being a couple of friends. And finally we got tired. We went to bed, wake up, first light. I look and everything's frozen because it's 10,000 feet. So everything's white, like, like it had just snowed. And we're packing up. We get our packs all packed. And I see something moving down the cliff from the mountain across the lake. And it's a coyote. And the coyote comes down and sits right on the edge of the lake, right across from us on the opposite edge of the lake. And it starts to howl. Now, if you can imagine a howl, coyote howl, at 10,000 feet uh, with the echo reverberating back through all around the mountain, and this coyote did this for a half an hour. We were on our knees. We were crying. We were happy. We were, I mean, it was truly, and this is what I want you to get. We received that as a gift from that coyote and Roosevelt Lake and the area around saying to us, thanks for coming. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Be safe. Here's our blessing. Come back soon. That coyote gave us that gift. It's moments like that that are life-altering, that, that shape you. And what will often happen is we'll ignore them. Well, many people would have, you'd see the coyote and you'd run for fear of it. Or many people would yell at the coyote and chase it away. Or many people would uh, hear the coyote howl, say it was kind of cool, and hike out. Well, we did different. We didn't chase the coyote away. We welcomed him into our space. He was happy to be there because he felt our energy and he gave us a half an hour of song and we stayed with it all. Yeah, we could have said, let's rush out of here. We want to get down, go have a piece of pie at the local restaurant, you know, or something. But no, we stayed. So there's a huge lesson there to be learned that's so important. And that, that lesson can be transferred to almost every area of life. When sacred moments happen, particularly when they happen in sacred places, pilgrimage spots, take the time to let the medicine come into your being and become a part of you. It's so important. Now, getting back to pilgrimage spots, they don't all have to be pure wilderness. They can be national parks. They can be places around your town. I have one... I grew up a lot of my life in Santa Cruz, and there's a coastal beach 
called Gauzes Creek and Franklin Point, and that's a place I've been to, also started going at 12. And I've been to probably hundreds of times. And I've taken thousands of people there as far as my school groups. That place, I've done vision quests there. I've had, I, I've taken people that I dearly love there and bonded with them. That is an incredible place for me. Um, so <clears throat> I want you to think about if there's some in your life already, and maybe you should go, or that you could go find some if you don't have them. Let the feeling in and you'll know. Okay? Now, one last thing I want to say about sacred space is when you're in it, pilgrimage space, sacred space, when you're in it, allow yourself to go into a deeper state of being. Let your let your fears go. Let, let your control go. Let your... Uh, judgments go become as true a human as you can as as pure a human as you can be just you and nature and then deeply explore the space um it's one thing to look at it from the grand scale which is so vitally important but go in the nooks and crannies look at the trees and the rocks introduce yourself to the animals the frogs, the spiders, the toads, the snakes, the marmots, the deer, the bear. Let them know that you care, that you have a good heart, and you're not there to create mayhem or havoc. In so doing this, you, you will become that space, and then nature will be your teacher, and while you may never be able to track it back to exactly that moment in time, your life will just become more amazing in all areas, including back home in the technological realms and so forth. It will all, we are all connected. Everything's connected. So naturally it will only help you. But last I will say, you must go to these places. If you are sitting listening to this talk and you don't know what I'm talking about and you don't get out, you've got to change that behavior. It's life. We're talking about living life, the gift of life fully. So go find these places. And if you, if you haven't found one yet, don't worry about it. Enjoy the journey of the search. That'll be wonderful too. And if you're not sure, give me a call or talk to someone about it or share about it. It's going to be unique to each person, but there's always places that will call to you, pilgrimage places. So heed the call. Go. Hope.